We read on Shabbos that when Moshe Rabbeinu came to deliver the exciting message to Klal Yisrael, that they are about to be freed from Mitzrayim, the Jewish people refused to listen to Moshe. The Torah says, Shomuel Moshe. They did not listen to Moshe. Because of shortness of breath and hard work. We know every word in the Torah is precise and meticulous. Why was it necessary for the Torah to give us the reason why Klai Yisrael did not listen to Moshe? What is that adding to the story? Every inch in the Sefer Torah is precious real estate. Every word, every extra letter in the Torah, we infer specific lessons and different messages. So what is the Torah teaching us with these seemingly superfluous words? Furthermore, Klal Yisrael was just informed of the greatest news a prisoner would ever want to hear. You are about to be freed. And who informed them of this incredible news? None other than Moshe Rabbeinu himself, the greatest prophet that ever lived, the god Ladar. And they don't listen. It's business as usual. They just go about their day like nothing happened. How do we understand that? Can you imagine the God Ladar in contemporary times? Rabbi Yashev, the Chazanish, Rabbi Moshe, or going back a few years, the Chafetz Chaim, if they would declare, I will be making a major announcement tomorrow at noon that will change your lives forever. The Askanim immediately jump into action. They rent out giant stadium and a hundred thousand strong are in attendance. And all the networks are there with their fancy cameras. And the press and all the media outlets are ready to broadcast this message to all corners of the globe. And every year around the world is waiting with great anticipation to hear the words of the Holy Tzaddik. And precisely at 12 o'clock, he steps up to the podium and he says, I received a prophetic message that I must relay to all of Klal Yisrael. And he says, on Wednesday at 9 a.m., we will be freed from this gallus. Everybody, men, women, and children, should be ready in their big day Shabbos. And pack a suitcase, we will be flying to Yisrael to greet Mashiach. And Wednesday morning comes along and everyone goes about their business. He takes the train to work. Another person heads to the gym. This one is off to their dentist appointment. It's unfathomable that this could ever happen. So how do we understand Klal Yisrael not listening to Moshe Rabbeinu? But perhaps one question answers the other. You know why the Torah adds the seemingly redundant reason? To teach us a great lesson. Don't be so quick to judge other people. You will ask, how is it even possible that they did not listen to Moshe Rabbeinu? The Torah tells us they had a legitimate excuse. Their spirit was crushed. They were being oppressed and tormented. They were forced to do back-breaking labor. And that is why they didn't listen to Moshe. And the lesson is, sometimes we see a person on the street and they don't greet us in the way we would like to be greeted. And we are quick to judge. He's not friendly, he's stuck up, as pastamnish to tell me good morning. She's bearing a grudge, she's moody. But do we really know what's going on in her life? Maybe she just got devastating medical news. Maybe she got distressing news about a child that's struggling. We see a guy and he comes late to shul and right away we think, this guy, he's slacking off. Who knows what else he's doing? He's about to go OTD. And we are quick to judge and criticize. But maybe he was up all night with his child who was not well. And maybe he just got terrible news about his business. Perhaps he just lost his most valuable client. Maybe he woke up with a terrible migraine. And he should be applauded just for getting out of bed. It took tremendous courage just to come to shul. Do we know what hardships people are going through? The Torah tells us, And we ask, how could this be? Call Yisrael not listening to Moshe? That's impossible. Had I been there, I definitely would have listened. 
says the Torah, don't be so quick to judge. They were distraught, they were being tormented. Had we been there, we probably wouldn't have acted any differently. The mission says in Avais, Do not judge your friend until you reach his place. Says the Svasemis, You will never reach his place. Therefore, you may never judge another person. He says, No two people in the world are exactly alike. Different upbringing, different culture, different educational systems, different family circumstances, different genetic makeup, different personalities, different temperament. Says the Svasemis, Only if you are exactly alike and all your circumstances are identical, only then can you judge another person. And since no two people in the world are ever alike, even identical twins aren't alike, you can never judge your fellow man. Ian McLaren, a 19th century Scottish author, once said, Be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. That's a very powerful statement. Or there's another famous saying, Don't judge a man until you have walked a mile in his shoes. Perhaps this could be the message that Hashem told Moshe at their first meeting by the Sneh. Hashem tells Moshe, before you can be appointed as the Manig of Kal Yisrael, the leader of the Jewish people, you must show genuine care, concern and empathy if you want your message to be heard. Therefore, take your shoes off your feet and try to walk in someone else's shoes. And if you're wearing your own shoes, then you can't walk in your friend's shoes. If you're focused on your own personal matters, you won't be able to empathize with the needs of others. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.